did say ish, so we are here at seven-ish, almost seven something. Um, but uh, we're still definitely in the building. Last week, we did not have an episode, but we are back with you guys today to talk about whether millennials are ruining the next generation. I got that right, um, sound guy? You did, you did. We just want to make sure all sounds is good. That's why. I'm going to fix that. So. Just want to make sure. All right. So I'm getting people saying it's hard to hear. Like You get three tries. So, you know, like when you try something new and it'd be like, mm, I kind of got it, but I don't. He get three tries, and then we 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 cut the check for somebody else. You should be able to hear my my audio jumping. I'm even seeing the comments pop across on Facebook. So I'm telling you what the people said. Man, it's these same slow people. That's what they are. They slow. I'm just saying. They. I'm gonna blame them. You need to go to sound school. It sound like I might I'm not gonna disagree with you, but when it <laughs> that sounded pretty good to me. <laughs> whatever okay so let's get into it we'll see um i'll keep an eye uh, on the comments and see what people are saying so again the topic that we're going to talk about is um are the millennials ruining the next generation well you're just jumping straight into topics you don't warm people up no foreplay or nothing no let's let's i said hey here i am it is ish. It is seven something ish. Let's get into it. So we got to make up for ish time. Yes. Yes, ma'am. I feel like people will agree that people need to get on. We we already. I've been telling them for the last couple of days. This is what it is. Come with your information. Let's go. So, do you think that generation? I guess you know what. Before we get into that, <laughs> let's describe what millennials are. Cause that's that's our generation, right? Um, yeah, we blaming us for this. People, uh, people born what's between the age when? range of a millennial. So you had to be born uh, between was it? Oh 19, no! Oh no! Nineteen eighty. Okay, so the eighties babies. So eighties. So what babies, like eighties and nineties babies? Pretty much eighties and nineties. I think they're trying to put a little bit in the two thousands, but I think it's the eighties and nineties babies. I don't think it's no 2000s now. You Man, just, listen, I, I don't it, think it, that's right. It depends on where you research it at. I've seen some of them want to say all the way up to 2005, but pretty much 80s and 90s babies. So really what the question is, are those 
born in the 80s or 90s ruining it for the next generation? Uh, I think in our attempt. All right, so the answer to that question to me is yes. We are messing up our kids. But it's a little bit more complex than that, so I don't want to just get it with just a straight yes. I think there are certain dynamics we um we definitely have to um look at. But yeah, I think we screwing our kids up. All right. So, I mean, if you are watching and you are watching live, definitely um, hit the comments and tell us what you think. I actually, you know what? Like very few times do I agree with you, but I'm going to say I agree with you. Uh, and the reason I think. Where my applause button at? I need that right Please now. don't have an applause button before the, the whole sound just crash because you try to do applause. But um, see what I'm saying? See? So the reason why I would say I do agree with you on if the millennials are running the next generation is because I remember before we had kids, so I'm speaking for myself in this, I was like, man, I'm going to make sure my kids don't have to worry about nothing. They know I'm going to have to go through what I went through. So, you know, like if I couldn't have it, I want to make sure they have it. And now I'm kind of thinking back, like I make sure they have it so much, they don't know what not having it looks like. So I think that in, in turn, trying to make sure they're good, maybe is making sure they're not so good. Does that make sense? It actually makes a lot of sense. Um, so as we, you know, became these new age parents, we looked at how our parents raised us and we said, listen, man, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going, I'm not going to whoop my kid this way. It was a lot of times you felt like you couldn't really talk to your parents. It was more or less you had to be you had to be seen and not heard. Seen and not heard. That's seen, a good one. Seen and not heard. And you really didn't have an identity and you really didn't have a place to express yourself. The problem now is that, man, these kids are so expressive that they don't understand the difference between adult place and a child's place, which I think is very important. Like there still has to be that separation. I agree with you. So I remember that like a lot of times you could sit in a room and you'd be getting all the tea, just listening to all the people business, but you could never say anything about what you heard. Now I feel like kids hear business and they want to like chime in on what's happening around them. Like, Ooh, no, she didn't like, wait, why, why are you even in this? So I do definitely remember the scene I heard. I also remember the look, you know, like when your parent give you the little side eye look, so you, you know, Shut the hell up. I don't think kids even recognize those type of cues anymore. Oh, no, there, there, there are no cues with these kids nowadays. Um, not only there's no cues, there's no boundaries. And what I mean by that is that that conversation as an adult, that conversation remained in that place. Now what happens is that kids take that information, they go tell the next person, then all of a sudden your story posted on TikTok, and look at what my parents said about this man. I'm in my house. Do, so, do you really think that happens? The kid just posts this stuff on TikTok. Yes, there's a lot of kids out here exposing their parents, whether it's right or wrong. But I think it's all right. So, I remember one story uh, vividly. Did I say it right? Vividly. Vividly. There it is. I put too many D's in the vividly. <laughs> all right. So I remember this one story vividly. Okay. Uh, it was back during the um, uh, back during the George Floyd uh, murder, the protest, and all that stuff. And 
this this white child happened to hear her parents have a conversation, like, man, you know what? If he just would have obeyed the police and would have followed instructions, then he never would have happened. It's on him. It's his fault. Wait, the white parents said this? I'm getting mad. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, the white parents had said okay, this. Okay. And the child was having a full debate with him. Like, how can you say that? Like, why would you say something like that? Like, this man, was he was in handcuffs. They could have eased up. The community was telling him to get off. Well, he shouldn't have been smoking drugs, doing this. It was a whole bunch of reasons why it was his fault why he didn't end up dying versus the action of the police. But what happened was that child recorded that conversation, posted it on her social media, exposed her parents and all that stuff, and now that child and those parents have a strange relationship where I think they end up kicking the child. I feel out. like them parents had to lose their job. You know, we, back we, then we, we was we was canceling. We still in part of council culture, which I don't agree with, but I think that you know people should have the right to have those certain conversations in their homes, regardless of that. But I think there's certain conversations. You should I don't be know. So like, so I guess it goes back to the question. So we're asking if our generation is ruining. Uh, the next generation, but in your particular scenario, I feel like the kids should blast them. Like she got some shitty ass parents. Listen, it's all about upbringing and how you look at law enforcement and things like that. So you can't really, you can't really fault them people for thinking they've been taught that way. They've been conditioned that way. The same right, thing. But obviously the kid isn't taught the same way. So right. And that's why they're attacking education in schools now. Cause they feel like the, uh, the liberal education system is corrupting more kids. All right. So I, I guess I see where you're trying to go with it on more of like an educational like level. I just went there with it, but we can go many different levels. So what I'm really saying is like I see it in our household. And, you know, the other day, I'm going to give a perfect example. And I'm pretty sure a lot of parents can give a perfect example. And I'm also going to read a comment. But um, I asked my kid to wash the dishes. I said, you made this mess. Go clean up your mess. And there was like five dishes in the sink. They washed the one dish that they touched. And I said, well, what about all the other dish? You told me to clean up my mess. And I'm like, I remember as a kid, I could never go into my parents' kitchen and think I'm going to wash the one thing I touched. And not all the other things in the sink. And it's like they didn't understand what the problem was. And a lot of that, like, I just feel like I see that a lot when you're trying to discipline children. It's like they don't understand what the problem is. And is that our fault? Yes, 100%. So So, I'm going to go to the comments. So the comments say, um, like, this person is saying they think each generation is getting worse, and the latest generation is the craziest. And I'm going to have to second that because um, I feel like the generation that's, like, being born now or going into elementary, middle school now, they're worse than, like, the high schools. It just, it really does, to me, seem like it's keep getting worse. But we're raising them. Right. So, I mean, that that's what brings us back to the question. Like, what are we doing wrong that's creating this generation? So... I can only speak from my experiences, but I think because we have so much access to so much information, we have, we can, they can see things. Uh, the world isn't as big as it used to be. Uh, there's different people trying to be influencers and have conversations and they're listening to more and more adult conversations versus that's inside of their communities and outside of their communities. And it's just now kids feel like they can be as vocal as that. And that's not that developmental period that used to happen with a child. Like, listen, I need you to be seen, not heard, because it allows for that child in those moments. Like, you hear stuff, but you you need to mind your manners and shut up. 
So that way you can understand when it's the right time to speak or not speak. Because, I, yeah, I might be saying this in my house to my best friend about something, but I'm not out here in the streets in here going crazy and stuff like that. And these kids, but ain't what you said in the house. It's my house. I should be able to say whatever I want in my house. I should be able to do what I want in my house. Plus, we've kind of getting away from discipline as it relates to especially, especially black communities. Like we didn't want our, we didn't want to be beating on our kids the way we felt our parents beat on us. Are you like sure that. that's that's like that? Just sounds like maybe that's you because I feel like a lot of black families are still giving out um, I, I, whoopings. I, I don't. These kids are so depressed about anything. So. I, I think there are people still whooping kids and there are those parents that who still get down like their parents got down and their grandparents got down. But I think the majority of people now have kind of gotten away from whooping as a discipline versus talking and trying to course correct that way and help them work through their feelings. So um, in reading this comment, it says the internet is exposing children to a lot of things. So I guess that's kind of siding with what you're saying. Like they get to see a lot more than what we got to see. So, you know, Susie across the world has the same issue as me. And for us, if you weren't on the same block, then it just, you know, we didn't know about it. Um, So I can see where the internet has caused a lot of issues. I also feel like to touch on what you were saying, where they get depressed about everything. I mean, my real issue is, are they really depressed or is this just a cop out so that we don't really have to work? Like, have they unlocked the key to not working or making someone have to do things because I just call out the depressed card? Is, is that really what it is? And are we just accepting that as the older generation? Uh, I think that sometimes it's easier just to, like, nobody really wants to deal with that situation where um, they're getting that call from their school, talking about some, because honestly, think about this. If you got your ass whooped at home, right, and you went to school, your teacher didn't file a report now saying, ooh, you got a whooping at home. Do kid do do teachers I, file reports now? Absolutely. If that kid got way too many webs marks on them, it look like they got their belt hit them hit them too high. It, it's 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 a conversation. I know. I don't went to school a couple of times with a couple of webs across my arm. Like, what happened? You got your butt whooped. Yeah, you probably deserved it. All right, sit down. Let's learn this lesson. Now, too many webs. Now you got now as a file created. Now people coming to your house. It's just so many things that used to kind of straighten you out from being too crazy that it's not there anymore. It used to be certain fears like, oh man, I don't want my daddy to come up here. I don't want my mama to come up here. Now kids are like, I don't care. Let them come. I actually seen a TikTok that, that spoke to that um, the other day. Okay, so I'm reading another comment. So this one is actually siding with what you were saying. So it says that um, we did used to whoop our kids when they were... Um, Basically, when they were younger, but as the parents are getting older, they do do more like talking and conversating rather than just whooping. And I guess is that us like awakening ourselves or are we falling for the kids? I think our generation came out fine. Like we went outside. We we came back when the street lights came on. We didn't have cell phones. Like I think we made it just fine. So now why this generation where we're like giving them so much, you know, handing things over to them and taking like, oh man, my life is so hard as to not have to do anything. Why are we accepting that? Because there's more consequences for being those disciplinary type parents now than there was in the past. 
And for me, I think sometimes just conflict. Of, all right, so this, so this is when I know it's going to spark some controversy slightly. So there used to be a time in, 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 in our households where if the father was wrong in the situation or the dad was wrong in the situation, especially with dealing with kids, whether it was discipline and things like that, and I'd be thinking about like the Jackson Fives and stuff like that. Yeah. Come on, with it. Come late. Okay, so right, just right. tell us what it right. is. So even though the mother might not agree with the discipline, she stayed her butt out of it. She didn't cross. Nah, that was on she, your damn she, house. She, no. she, she didn't cross. She didn't cross no. the father in front of the kids. She might have had a conversation with it later. They talked off in the room and okay. they had those conversations. I'm not saying she accepted it, but when he was in the act of disciplining the kids and doing stuff, it wasn't no. Nah, you ain't gonna be hitting on my kids. You ain't gonna be doing that called in that creation of I think there's more stuff like that especially as we're now getting to households being less together I feel like Back right so facts. and no 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 I feel like you really you you're now making up a narrative how because because you just came up with it off of your mind like that's how you make up things you think of it and you be like ah, I'm gonna come up with this I think it, it's made up so I feel like what you're saying it has to come from households that are not necessarily together because what you're saying is the father disciplines their kid and the mom like hold on hold on you're not gonna hit my kid I don't think that's necessarily what the case is um I think we still would be like, okay, if a father's, you know, talking to his son or whatever it may be, let that conversation happen. But if y'all dead wrong, y'all dead wrong. Like, I'm searching for this video that just went viral, this teacher in this situation. Man, I want to use that as an example. but Yeah, but you're doing a whole bunch of scrolling. So I think you're talking about the video. I think I showed it to you where this teacher was trying to calm this kid down. So if y'all are paying attention to TikTok, I guess you could turn. It's a different one, but yeah, I can can play that one too. I think you should have just had your facts before before the podcast, guys. So it's over for you. It's not. But so to talk about something similar to to what it is that um, he may be talking about is there was a teacher somewhere in a classroom. Did you find it? Yep, go ahead. Well, go ahead and play it. They should they should be able to hear it, I think. No, they can't. See it. You can see it? Mm-hmm. Let me find it, right? Let's see if I got the right one. This is the one I was talking about. I don't know. So y'all put in the comments if you can follow along with what's like happening in no- this particular video. I wanted to play the sound, but you know that's too complicated for me right now. But yeah, I wish you would have. Listen, I'm trying to work through it. Listen, see, that's what I'm talking about right there. I'm trying to work through stuff as we do through business and stuff. Sure, let's but, bring a kid so but, I can but, undermine you but, in front of the kid right, and let them know right. that your you father are, is wrong. You undermining me in front of all these. Look, and now right we're now. not even looking at the video. We're now just looking at whatever your phone shows. So good thing it's not porn. Oh, it, it could have been some porn, but. All right, so we're back. So I guess y'all put in the comments and let me know if you were even able to catch that video. Um, And then I'll describe it because I don't know how many people were able to to see that or follow. But it's basically a teacher in the classroom trying to teach the class, says something to the student, and she says, you're not going to talk to me that type of way. Um, And then proceeds to get up and check the teacher and get in her face and then puts her hands on the teacher and while the teacher is trying to push the kid off she keeps moving forward till it then becomes a fight and i don't know i've never really heard of that in our in our day so i I mean i have to speak to that when we were going to school 
I did not really hear situations where people were approaching a teacher. So, I mean, I give you that. They're definitely bold. So, correct. We are not, we were never that bold. There's been a lot of teachers I felt like I could whoop, but never had the courage to think I'm going to put my hands on them and not reap the, and and not feel the consequences of that crap. What happens now is that I was going to find the other situation with a woman. I won't. See, there you go. But, but that, but that one is a better example of the teacher trying to distance herself from a, from that situation. Wasn't trying to engage the student that way, but the student kept pressing, felt that they were going to swing on them. The teacher trying to get the little girl off of it. Then they go to the ground. So they technically, I don't think it was a fight. I just think from the action, they end up falling to the ground. Right. And, the and as that teacher, just, if y'all fall to the ground, I'm going to bow you in the face real quick. Right, right. But then there's another one where the little girl swung on the teacher. The teacher was trying to get out because she had a phone. And she, and she hit her with a few pieces, then pressed her head into the ground. Now everybody want to be mad at this teacher, but the little girl was out of place to me. But these are the right, type of kids we're raising. So that's to you. So now, um, here's a comment. It says that children do that because they are not scared of their parents. And I think that's a huge point to call out. So it does bring it back to our generation. If they are no, they no longer fear us. Like we feared our parents. That's because I would assume that we just let too much shit slide. Now parents today want to be friends. I don't want my kids to see me as their friend. I want them to see me as their father. So there are certain things I know you say to me, like, man, you know, your son don't really want to engage you because he's scared of you. I'm not trying to make him so fearful that he don't want to engage me, but I do want him to understand there's a difference. I am not your friend. I am your father. I love you. I don't I'm even going to think take it's the you. friend thing, though. I do think it's that, like, it's because when you, when, you, when you grew up as friends, you know, your friend could be dead wrong. You're going to swing. You're going to go with your friend in any type no. of thing. Okay. Like if they, so like, your friend dead wrong, you're like, yeah, we riding to the we, end on this wrongness. No, absolutely not. Man, I done committed several crimes I didn't get caught for on just riding with friends in stupid situations. So yes. I guess we tagging Grady. You just you just admitting everything what you you do. I know Grady go get people, but these were crimes I committed in Arkansas. Oh, okay. Good thing you prefaced the Arkansas because he, he liked to um he, he, cut up here in Florida. But I am not a person that would just go with what my friend said because it's my friend, but I definitely do think that the new generation is a generation of followers for sure. And it's all about, I want to say social media. So they do more things or they act out more. And especially if there's a chance to put that on social media or for any type of clout. So I definitely think that's a thing. But would you have ever in your right mind thought that you could go and swing on any adult, any adult at that age, as a middle school or high school? I don't think that I ever, like, had, like, that never crossed my mind that that was something that could be done. Even, listen, we can all think of back moments when teachers did something that tested our gangster. And we'd be like, man, wow. First word, man, if you wasn't an adult. So I guess but, so, like, let's go back to that particular situation where the, the kid approaches the teacher and, and thinks she could put her hand on the teacher. So now, like, the parent gets called in. I think what's really questionable is when the parents reach the school and they hear about this, how do they react? Parents do fighting they, for their kids. Now the parents right, want to so fight the now, teacher. The kid gets to see this, like, okay, wait a minute. What did she do to make you want to fight? Oh, she said so-and-so. And now if the parent is like, well, you should have said this to my kid, then it, right. it furthermore, That's like. what happens now. What we do now is we don't think about, man, this is an adult. I don't, 
my parents would have never taken the side, my side in a situation with, with an adult like that without real proof for me to prove that, hey, man, that's, this adult is completely wrong. Mm-hmm. If a teacher said, man, Kevin did this, then Kevin did it. I could have, that teacher could have lied smooth on me. Okay, so here's a comment. So this is from a teacher, and it says, as a teacher, I wouldn't have done, I wouldn't have done that. Also, this person was a substitute who lacked training. So that's probably important to are, are, to, we, are we talking about the one with the black dress with her ass was out or this one here? I played You I, just played a video. Right, I'm sure right, we're right, referencing but, 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 the video. Right, but there are two different videos. There's, but there's we, one. we played only one. Right. But they though I know the one chick was a substitute that had the black dress that ended up pounding on the pounding on the little girl. Well, I'm just gonna say I don't know which one they're referencing, but let me be a substitute or a real teacher. You put your hands on me. I forgot all the training and all the other stuff. I'm just going to be in Bartow. Okay, so so they did reference what you said. It was a black dress with the ass out. Got you. Just want to make sure we prep. I'm just saying, because you played a video for for, for right, one. I, I, so. Right. I was looking for black dress with ass out, but it's now blocked on my phone. All right. So, y'all, I guess if you are looking for the TikTok video that Kevin is referencing, search TikTok, black dress with ass out, apparently. That'll get you what you need. Hey, man. I mean, because that, that's what we're calling it. So I did, it didn't come with a title. Well, I'm just I'm sure there's probably a lot of teachers out there that would say, OK, this training would keep us from doing that. But is it the parents fault? Yes, that child should have never thought that they could run up on a teacher, period. Have It's the parents fault. It's, it's, it's the upbringing fault. Absolutely. One hundred percent. We are emboldening these kids to think that they can go and hit adults and, and oppress adults. Adult took the girl phone or whatever the situation, I'm pretty sure whatever this stuff is, it's all about something about phones and some energy, something silly like that. Or somebody think that the teacher embarrassed them in front of their friends or whatever the, the narrative may be. But the fact is that, listen, I tried to remove myself in both situations. The one teacher that I, uh, the video I just played where the teacher was trying to leave out to get the little girl just to leave out the room and go to the office. Like, here, just go to the office. Da, da, da. The one trying to hit that stuff, trying to fight. Then the one uh, the one with the black dress. Um, with the ass out. I'm not going to say the ass out, but the black dress with the ass out. Um, that one there, she had went back to the desk to try to call the office to try to get some help. And the little girl up on her. Now I'm in a corner. My back's against the wall now. So... Well, she put herself in a bad situation. Right. Okay, she, did, so, she didn't think a child was going to come swing on her or come press her like that. So um, I'm going to go back to some comments. So it says it's truly different for women than men. Um, so this person's a male teacher, and they're saying they don't have any of these issues. Unfortunately, because it's more women present, then they seem to have more of these issues. I could also agree with that in different homes. So before I go to the next comment, as a a mother in the household, I feel like my kids think they could try my gangster a lot more than they try yours. So if we're saying in this generation, they do still have some get right because a man can talk to them and you know you deep with I said, you know, that that was my deep man voice. They can talk to them with a deep Don't do man. that shit no more. Yeah. I said go clean your room. And then they be like, oh, shit. He said, go clean my room. Huh? But I say, go clean your room 20 damn times. And they still looking at me like, but is you for real? So I do think a male figure does push, does hold some weight for sure. Listen, that low voice, I will fuck you up if you don't get that room clean. Works wonders. So I, I agree with what this teacher is saying. That is, it, it is a difference between men and women. And... 
Um, I don't know if that's our parenting style because we're more nurturing. And so maybe that's, you know, part of it is that there's now more women running households possibly. And that plays a, a role. So I think just, I think just because the school system is predominantly women, you're going to see more videos of that situation happening with women. But I've also seen these videos with men, uh, especially out of schools in Chicago and things of that nature. I seen the look, try one teacher, they had to cut. Don't try my gangster little boy. The little boy tried to swing on him. My boy took his head off. So, I mean, that definitely goes back to what they're saying. So, okay, so they're saying everyone is at fault. Um, Me trying to, so that woman trying to do her job is at fault? No, so not necessarily that woman doing her job, but that generation as well as our generation we're all at fault so we're as fault as parents the mentors around us are as fault the way we're trying to give too much i don't know i just think we're too damn accommodating to these little kids i definitely feel like we're too accommodating like but is it like just a, our household or you know, is it all the households I think it's a lot of households we need like a community whooping like, we just bring our kids to the so park. So that's another thing and, and, to bring and, and up. Remember when anyone in the community could whoop you? Man, a good community whooping. You knew that. If, if, I'm going to go back to my office all day. if so-and-so so, 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 mama so, seen so, you so, do something. So Mr. Johnny saw me out there cutting the food, he can tell my ass up. Go tell my dad he told my ass up. And again. my dad would tell my ass up again. But so now, speaking from the parents that I am this day, I wish somebody would touch right. my kids. So let somebody, so, who, somebody who's trying to stop your kid from doing something reckless. You can't even talk to kids now. Like, as a as a youth volunteer, I sometimes get pushed back from talking. Hey, Come on, you know that's a bad mistake. Don't do that. You don't do it that way. Come on now, you're making a bad mistake. They go back and tell their parents, oh, Mr. Kevin, my child said you said that. Man, I'm trying to stop your kid from committing a felony. But they don't need no supervisors. They do not need no supervisors. You had to go petty though, huh? <laughs> I live in the petty world. God damn. So, I mean, that's an important takeaway because I don't trust every person. So let's say, like, the person I, I know this person and they're course correcting my child, I'm okay with it. But I feel like nowadays we're now more aware and everyone doesn't have the same intentions. It's, it's almost better to watch that child fail than to actually say something because the repercussions from doing nothing is less than watching that child fail. I've literally watched situations where, man, I'll be like, man, I should say something to this child. But I'm like, you know what? I already know his auntie's that stupid. His mama got a stupid bone in her body. I ain't got time to hear that junk out here. This field is too hot. You know what that reminds me of? I'm going to go back. I really like my TikToks. But it was like some TikTok that I was watching where it was a lost kid. And people were afraid to, like, touch the kid or address the kid. Because they're like, man, this is going to be, like, more issues trying to help the kid than just letting the kid, like, wander around. So that's kind of like what you're saying is in today's society, no one wants to stick their neck out because there's always a bad repercussion for doing that. Or it seems to be like there's a bad repercussion for, for just trying to be helpful. That actually happened to me. I, I can't even remember how the situation went, but there was a kid that was running uh, in the street. Young, young kid. I just like, I don't stopped the car. Then got the kid like, hold on, what's going on? Then put the kid in the seat. Like, Hey man, let's, what's going on? Somebody else saw the situation. Uh, Cause I think we was all kind of watching what was going on. Oh, I thought on. you was about to say some names. I'm like, go no, and no. give us this tea. No, it happened. It happened over here. Cause what it in was, our neighborhood? Yes. 
Okay. okay. So in our neighborhood now, um, I saw this. I saw this child walking around. Like I think they was in the house, and maybe the door was open. They went out the back door or something, right? And no, it was in our old neighborhood. I, I was gonna say like, it I didn't take you so long. No, 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 to tell no, no. Because I had to remember the story because it was in our, it was in our, it was in our old old neighborhood. And I seen the child walking around. They had on the t shirt. They was in their underwear. But I want to say the child had to be maybe two, three years old. Okay. And what what caught my attention was there was this car. Oh, I remember right. this. I it remember was, this. Was, and was, we thought the car was going to try to pick up the little baby. Right. And I thought. Yes. So, so I'm like, hold on. Man. So I seen the dude following the You should let me tell a story. Because you tell, tell a story. You take so long to tell a story. I just be like, Lord, help us. It, don't get mad. Tell don't me. get mad. It's your story. Tell the story. Man. Go ahead. It's your damn story. Go ahead. Tell the story. The point of the story is you saw a little kid walking in their underwear and a car stopped. And you were afraid that someone was going to try to snatch the kid. And you realize that the kid belonged to a house in the neighborhood. So you tried to step in to make sure that the kid doesn't get stolen and you can find the rightful place of where the kid belongs. But instead, it became, what are you trying to do with the kid? And that's the same thing that I'm saying with the TikTok. Like, you are a big black dude. So, you know, people are like, hey, and, you know, that's right. the same situation. I, I think I think the dude, the, the white dude that was following the child was thinking the same way I was thinking. Right, but you don't know but anyone don't, else's intention. But I don't know anyone's intention. So we're all like, so like, man, do you know? Let's walk. Let's figure some stuff out. So some people saw us like, and I started knocking on doors. Hey, this your child. Hey, this your child. This your child. Like, this just seems too weird. Until I finally found the house. So our generation also don't watch their kids either. <laughs> I mean, that, that's basically. So I'm going to go to a comment. So this goes back to the, to what you were saying before you started talking about the lost kid. Sorry. So um, they were agreeing. They said that it, it's sad, but it's true. So the question really is, if we are the ones that are ruining the next generation, how do we fix it? Where do we go from here? And I think that's a great question. Community weapons. That can't be the answer. So I should start a business called Community Whoopings. That's obviously not the answer. You so, bring your cat, your child to me. I'm gonna get them two, 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 two or three of them good sorority hits. You would have paddle. to start whooping your own children first. You don't even do that. So that's really the question that I have too. Like, how do you course correct, and what do you do? So as a parent, now we have a teenager, and then we have a elementary school age kid. And if we're if you're not giving out whoopings anymore and you're trying to course correct, these kids don't care about you taking their electronics. They don't care about you, you know, um, they really don't care about whoopings. I've seen my kid say, I take the whooping. Like, can I keep my phone? I take the whooping. Like, they just seem like we're raising some thugs. They really just don't care. So where do we go from here? Community. Okay. So listen, if y'all have some ideas in the comments, because that's really what it is. If we're the generation at fault, because you got whooped, you knew, man, I'm going to get hit in my mouth. I'm going to get whooped. I might need to stop some of these behaviors. Now everything's a whole a mental thing, a health thing, and I don't know. You may do something to yourself if I discipline you too hard. If I talk right, to you too but we stop whooping them for a reason. So we stop whooping because we saw the scars that it left on us. So you were like, man, I'm damaged now, and I gotta go get therapy because I got these whoopings with you know the switch, the extension cord, and all these things. I'm gonna be better for my children. So that's literally the behavior that we stopped. Now you're saying go back to that. Listen, I get it. So we understood why parents had to do certain things. There were certain 
traits learned through segregation and slavery and all that crap. So since we don't necessarily have to live in that place no more, that's beyond us. That's we don't have to go there. I just think we got to figure out a better way to address those types of problems. And and obviously, whooping is not it. Maybe whooping is not it, but it should be some type of. It, it shouldn't be all of this talky Philly shit. That's it's just playing out to me. Because you don't like talky Philly shit. Like, if you're not in touch with your emotions, then it's going to be hard for you to connect with a kid who is trying to be. Literally, today's youth, that's really what everything is. Man, that's why we have co- cancel culture and everything I else. Get it. Sometimes They're so just, in touch with everything. Listen, remember we used to be like, man, fuck that shit, man. Fuck they feelings sometimes. Listen, I love you, but sometimes fuck your feelings. Like, the world don't care about your feelings. The, you, when, you, when we put them into the world, a lot of them think that they can do and say whatever they want to do and say and act anyway. Right now, as as an employer, I'm looking at the generation that technically we raise as kids are coming into the workforce. These kids have the audacity to tell me, you know what, man? I don't really want to work. Uh, listen, I'm cool with just doing 30 hours. Uh, I want you to pay me $50 an hour. Uh, I... I have some stuff going on from time to time. I may show up late periodically. Y'all cool with that, right? I'm looking at them like, Is you lost your damn mind? But more kids, more people are starting to think that way. Like, oh man, I want to enjoy life. I want to enjoy life too, but you understood what you got yourself into, but they don't be thinking that the rules apply to them. Like, oh, we just going to, the rules will conform to them as they see fit. So here's another comment. It says, as adult, we have as adults, we have to find kids to care about and be present for them, hold them accountable. And they're saying it's not a solve, but it's a start. And I can agree with that. So, you know, like as you're volunteering for different youth organizations and, you know, just seeing a kid and being accountable, but also, I guess, being accountable to the kids in your own household because you're trying to raise good adults. And you're saying like touchy feely is not what you like, but everything says touchy feely. Like maybe the world doesn't care about your feelings per se, but a lot of things that they've they've set out to change, it's worked. Like they set out to, you know, like I guess be present in this or start a movement in this. It seems like things that they're doing work more than the things we try to do. No, I think what's happening is nobody wants to be canceled, so we are accepting more crap. Listen, there's always going to be certain level of bigotry, hate, racism, and stuff like that. But I think some stuff we just like, man, I don't want to lose my job or I don't want to lose this or that. So I'm just going to accept everything, which I think is a wrong place to be, which is why there's such a divide politically in this world. Like, I think all of us think the same way. We just sometimes afraid to act on those things. I definitely don't think we all think the same way. I think more people think the same than think differently. I would disagree with that, but I, I guess I'm thinking about this point from like the children that I'm raising. So in our household, if we're just accountable for these two humans and we stand up and we try to be with them. I still really don't know which way to go. It's like one day I'm like, I, I, there's no beatings in our house, but okay, you need therapy. Let me run to therapy. Okay, a teacher said this to you. 
Do I stand up for my kid because I don't know if the teacher is wrong in this situation? Do I say, hey, you're at fault because the teacher said? Like, it is definitely a confusing the, place right, to be for a parent. The fact is that we're in a place where we're thinking that the teacher may be wrong. Because so, teachers are wrong I'm sometimes. I'm not saying that teachers aren't wrong sometimes. I'm not saying teachers can't be wrong all the time. But as an adult who I've sent my child to this school to have an education, I want to give the teacher the benefit of the doubt first. Then once I hear everything, then if I think my child has a valid point, then I'll side with them. Where we go into the situation is we believe the child's story first before we hear anything else and we're ready to pop off. Oh, my child said that you didn't do this and do that. No, that ain't what happened. What happened was this, this, and this. But don't you know your child more than you know the teacher? I... Love is a powerful drug. I mean, uh, let's be for real. I know a few teachers, right? So I'm not going to just say, like, teachers are just, you know, right in, in this I don't. I don't need you remembering these teachers from their Freaknik days. Listen. Why, 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 why you going <laughs> to... I'm not, I'm just saying, like, you're just doing the most. But I'm just saying. All I'm saying is I have they a have, few teachers. They have grown friends, beyond so. that period. But, and I've, and I've been in situations where I have to, like, go to a school and I got to hear my kid's side and I got to hear their teacher's side. And sometimes I feel like, man, they just fighting for their job. Like, they don't, I don't want to lose my job today. But is that really the situation that happened? So do I side as, my, as a parent? Do I stand up for my kid so my kid knows, hey, I'm going to rock with you. I'm going to fight for you in these particular situations. Or do I just do like back in the day? Like I know you can think back in the day is situation. You're like, dang, my parent ain't even like giving me the benefit of doubt. You ain't even listening to me. You just side with Mr. Mr. Joe. And that's not even what happened. Like I know you had to think of situations where a, it really went I like I can that. have a million of those stories. But what if, See, okay, here's a teacher saying a lot of teachers just be wrong as fuck. Do that teacher be wrong as fuck too? I don't know. They're saying that you got to hear both sides before you make a decision, but a lot of teachers be wrong. Who, this is a teacher who, saying a lot of who, teachers who, who be wrong. Te- who was that teacher? This is DJ. That's DJ Bush, teacher of the year. Yes, Man, teacher of the year. Teacher of the year should have whooped some <laughs> kids' ass. I need teacher of the year to like to DDT a kid. Oh, his so wa- lose your job. Listen, you man. about to lose your job. Man, DJ making more money DJing and teaching. He just going Oh my God. I'm, Ain't nobody tell you to put his business out there. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> he did. So all I'm saying is if a teacher can say that teachers Jokes and Jams five. If a teacher can say that teachers can be wrong, then that still doesn't help the situation. So if teachers are wrong as fuck a lot of times, then as parents, it still leaves us. So what do you do? You go there and you're like, okay, let me hear your side. Let me hear my kid's side. Um, I'm gonna still pay the kid, and kids keep seeing that. Like they learn from these behaviors, and they're like, "Well, my parent ride with me, so I'm act a fool." True enough, but it's we got to get to a point where we go back to actually raising kids. Listen, actually raising kids as a community. That was that old African proverb that uh, was the kid who doesn't feel the warmth of the village will burn it down. I don't know. I don't even know what the hell you're saying. You looking at me to side with you? What I, I said? There's a no. You know, I forgot. I said something about Africa and history and facts and shit, and it wasn't nothing retarded or. House, She's gonna run off the podcast. Or, or, She's gonna run off the damn podcast. Or, or housewifeish. So I don't really. Know. So now you you've downgraded me to house housewife ish, and ridiculousness, foolish. What else did you call? Y'all, when I tell y'all the couch looks really nice in our household for this dude. I am not scared of no couch. 
Go, no go sleep with them children. Listen, that, um, listen you, y'all be thinking that couch thing is a threat. That is a vacation. Hello. Well, welcome to your, your vacation, sir. Uh, thanks. Anyway, while we're taking an uh, intermission, um, as DJ said, Jokes and Jams is May 19th. Definitely get your tickets. We have ours. We cannot wait to be in the building. You plugged in that commercial. That's what I'm talking about. I read the comments. So he said jokes and jams. DJ definitely dropped the website so people can go and get their tickets. Tickets are selling out. And it's going to be the last jokes and jams I went to was amazing. So I'm going to put that plug in there. And then you can continue with your foolishness in the couch. Don't be threatening me with no couch no more. You're right. I ain't going to threaten you with a good time. You go. You can go (laughs) with the children. And... Talk to them with they, their emotions. And they can tell you they don't feel like you should be in their space. Right. See, ooh, that's another one. Kids now have space. Remember when you had to share rooms? I ain't never shared a room. share space? Then you remember that on your, I did not do that. Man. I did not do that. Oh, this is one of the bougies. I do remember when... Like, my door got taken off the hinges because it was like, oh, you think you could be in here with a closed door? I'm going to show you. And then I lost the door. Couldn't lock a door. Couldn't lock a door. You couldn't have a door. Man, these kids will now lock you out of your house. That I don't know. And, and, maybe and, maybe and, we're and, the only parents that's getting locked out. No, I think. And be mad at you. Like, you going to knock on their door like you the, like like you a bill collector. They come, what? Hold on. Who are you wedding? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. That's funny because it happens to me all the time. I'm punching you, a kid in the face. Who is you? What? This is my house. I pay the bills here. <sighs> what is it, nigga? Ooh, oh, oh. Jesus, help me because I want to DDT him. But it's the fact that them kids think that they could say that. You would have never thought you can tell. You can lock the door to your room. Yeah. D- then have your parents sit out there and wait for you to answer it. Then answer it with an attitude. Right. So, I mean, and we still haven't said, so we we are the ones allowing this. Community whoopings. I don't even know why you keep saying that. Like, obviously. It, it sounds good. It, it it doesn't. It only sounds good to you. You are the only one who thinks that sounds DJ good. DJ Bush, man, tag team me on me at this community whoopings, man. I know it's a couple of kids in your classroom right now. You can bring Mr. Kevin to the classroom like, hey, man, Mr. Kevin, community whooping, man. This one, this one, and this one. Go ahead and get your four good swings. I know he'll be with it teacher to get out so let's be for real since you you're calling out calling out community whoopings i feel like i've watched you when we were disciplining our children so i'll be honest like we started out on a path of like we gonna whoop you we got whoopings you get a whooping i think i might have seen this man shed a tear when whooping his kid so i know you can't be talking about community whooping when you feel like you hitting yourself like you feel devastated that you gotta beat the kid i ain't gonna lie when, when i had to whoop my daughter sometimes it hurt my soul my son boy can get it so look and now you, the teacher says um community involvement for sure whoopings do not work for everyone i don't think whoopings work for anyone that's why i'm like why do you keep saying that because it didn't like we felt like it was abuse from what we got and that's most parents and most people can side with me that, they can put it in a comment that was abuse then but it was abuse so why would we say like if we're stopping it at our generation and we're not bringing that to the next generation why do you keep shouting that out like obviously that's not the answer it didn't work why would we continue it? We keep saying it didn't work. It did work. No, most of us have lifetime scars and 
are keep, devastated you behind keep, you the treatment we went this, through. You keep saying these life, lifetime scars, but I see more people that got whoopers that are functioning adults and thriving in their environments. No, no, no. Functional. Life. So you're calling functional adult the fact that you got to put your abuse behind you. You got to like just suck it up and continue day to day. Because if we're talking about the millennials, what happened was we were raising ourselves, and if something was bad, you couldn't be like, hey, I feel down today, or I feel a certain type of way. You got to put that shit in the back of your mind, and you got to keep moving forward. Kids nowadays are in tune with their emotions. What we were was, nah, man, I just got to ride with whatever this abuse is. I got to just take it, and I got to move forward. That's different. Just own that. It's definitely different. I don't think everything's abuse. Like, I think we use these harsh trigger words. Some of us just got so whoopings. So DJ says he he thinks that we harp so much on whoopings, but it damn sure was abuse. I know a bunch of folks who get whoopings and are now abusive, so it can go either way. And I'm just going to put my business out there, and I'm going to say, like, I was a kid that got a whooping, um, and I'm going to call it a whooping, but I want to say, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm going to call it abuse. But my dad had a two-by-four, and it was carved out, and it was almost, it was like a paddle. And when I say like this. It was, it was carved out. What was on it? It was carved out like a paddle, but it was a two by four that he carved out. So he had a handle so that he could hit it. He could get a good swing and hit you with it. So your dad a cute out? Hi. So I just remember when it was time to get hit with the paddle, it would be like, go run and put on some extra clothes. But it didn't matter how much clothes you put on you were going to feel that because it was a board. So that's like some of the scars that we take. So you say like whoopings, I don't want my kids to be afraid of us because I literally was fearful of that. And it's like, okay, I don't want to do, you know, wrong because I see, you know, this is what it's going to be. But we don't have to go to that extreme. They shouldn't be afraid, but we definitely need to do something different. So community involvement, not community whoopings. Right, because I understand you're trying to make a joke of like the whoopings, but what I'm saying is a lot of us definitely, you know, like said that we're not bringing that to our, our this generation. I mean, a lot of people can tell stories just like mine. Maybe it was, you know, a hanger, uh, a, a twig, whatever it was, we got what with some of everything. And we don't want that to be our children's reality. Well, we didn't make it our children's reality, and I think we're suffering some of the consequences of That's not finding of not finding the right balance. So, right, we felt like our parents were this extreme, so we went to this further extreme. Yes. So now we got to find a good medium. The, the whole point of this conversation. So look, DJ says he got a scar right now on his thigh from the last whooping he got. Devastated. Me and DJ, we should go to therapy together. D that scar made him teacher of the year. No, it didn't. It it probably, what it probably did was taught him, when I have children, I don't want to be like this. I don't want them to go through this. I don't want them to have a scar caused by their parent who loves them because they think this is the way that you, you teach. I guess. Because I, that's what it is in our community. It's like you you teach kids by abusing them to not do that. Yes, they don't do that, but what else are you teaching them in that in that whole like aspect of things? You're you're teaching them to fear you. So yes, they're not going to do that behavior again, but you're leaving lifelong scars. All right, we left some we left some 
physical and mental scars, understood. And we definitely got opportunities to improve upon that. So you're saying, what is, where do we go from here as millennial parents, as millennial community? And how do we now Can we damage that we've, we've already, like we started a path of damage. Is there a way to fix it? And is it really our fault? Like, did oh, we yeah. really do it? Yeah, it's our fault. We got to take ownership of that. It's our fault. Because yeah. now, like, if we're the ones that, that turned the tide and made this all bad, the next generation is going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. And we got a generation of people that don't want jobs, like you said. So they're lazy. They're in touch with their feelings. Everything is just so sensitive. We don't have a good work ethic. Like, this is all the things that we're causing. Yeah. Think about all the young kids you've had to hire through your course and when you was in corporate America. You're like, man, they just don't have, they just don't get it. Right? No, they don't want to work. They don't. And I mean, they literally will tell you, I, I ain't going to do this I today. I'm not going to do this. I ain't come here to work. I, I, did, I did not fill out this application, go through all this trap to come and actually work. I just want to get paid. Right. And I want my Fridays off. I want to come in late on Monday. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a secret. When they say that shit, I be with them. I be like, damn, I ain't come here to work either. I'm with you. And now what they do is speak up where I wouldn't. So what I thought was, you know, hey, how I'm going to to create wealth for my family is I'm going to work. I'm going to, like, work up to management. And, you know, I'm going to get my money. Now I'm like, man, look at them. They're demanding what they will and they won't do. Where we just was like, man, we just got to keep working. Just got to keep working hard. And I'm like, damn, they getting promoted. They only working 35 hours. We over here working 50, but they're getting the benefits. And when they say I ain't come here to work, I now be like, shit, me neither. We ain't going to work together. It's gives and takes to that. It's going to be, it's a downside to that. Because when, as we get ready to approach this new, I ain't going to say a recession. I'm going to say a regression. People are laying off everywhere. It's them people that's going to go first. The ones that said, I don't want to work. I'm good. Let me work from the house. Them the ones that's going to go first. It's the ones that kept going to work or was able to find a living other ways that'll survive. Like, And it's that mindset that I feel like is causing them to, some of them to fail. Why? Some of them, a lot of them are succeeding. I think there's more people failing than succeeding. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess that's a good way to leave it. So, as we we don't have a solution, um, we definitely can agree that we feel like it's the millennials that are causing this issue. So, I guess wrap us up because, you know, it's about that time. So, thank you again for joining us for another Boss, Boss Fest podcast. This is Kevin Butler bringing you I don't know why you're whispering. Nobody can. And the ugly. Oh, it should be sounding loud through this microphone. I got this thing pumping. Either way, so um, as we wrap up, I definitely want to tell you guys, check out Jokes and Jams, May 19th. It's going to be amazing. Um, DJ did drop the um, link. And if you're following our pages, you're going to always see it. We should always sharing it. Check that out. Oh, I cut you off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You intentionally cut me off, but then, I, 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 I don't, then you just I, I, continue I, 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 to say what I was saying. I don't I don't want no whooping. I'm already on the couch. Period. Period on the couch. 
I've already had the kids move your stuff to the couch. That's why it's a next. Got it as a sectional so I can kind of stretch out and watch my iPad anyway, on it and everything. So <laughs> DJ posted the link to um, Jokes and Jams uh, May 19th. Uh, so definitely check that out. We will be in the building and we're super excited about that. Also, so you know, Boss Fest is not just a podcast. It is an event. Um, so the Boss Fest event will be October 8th in Lakeland. If you're looking to get your tickets while they are on early bird special, please do at www.boss-fest.com. Um, we will drop that link in the chat as well. And if you are looking to sit at the boss table with us, um, also hit us up. Um, cause eventually we're going to take this to guests and you guys will get to meet, um, the other great minds behind boss fest. So I'm really excited about that, but we will join you next week with another great topic where two bosses debate about real life. And that is all we have for you guys tonight. So we will see you again next Wednesday. We appreciate you. Peace. We out. <laughs>